A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So no matter what the conversation's about, it's not for nothing. Hey everybody, welcome to Not For Nothing. My name is Kyle Leon Henderson, and guess what everybody? Today is episode 100. 100, and of course, who do I bring back but the one and only, the first guest I've ever had on the show, my best friend in the whole world, Sarah Cooper. Hello, lady. Hello. Um. Yeah, what do you think? Episode 100, we're here, we made it. Can you believe we're in triple digits? You're my most frequent guest, <laughs> we by the way. I am. How many uh-huh. episodes have we done together? Quick, do the math. Uh, probably like um, 17 or 18 at least. And how many have we done that have ended up on the cutting room floor that never like make it four. to air? Probably four. Okay. But that was because I lost them, not because they were bad. <laughs> I'm just terrible at keeping up with stuff. Um, but yeah, they were at episode 100. And since we last spoke, Lots has changed. Lots has changed. Lots of things Lots have changed. Lots has changed. Lots has changed. You bought a new car. You started a new job. Um, I did. I did. It's been I, six months I've been at my new job. That's how long it's been since we recorded. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been on the on the show. Uh, I just bought a new car this week. I talked about it last week a little bit on the show. Or I just bought a car uh, in the last few days. Mm-hmm. I talked about it on last week's episode. Uh, it's getting better. I went all electric. And I don't hate it. But it's it's a new lifestyle. Uh, Boomer. I know. I, I Well, you know, it, between the two of us, who would be most apt to hate going electric? It would probably be you. you as were long mad as I had because, a CD player, I'd be fine. I was about to say, you were, about, you were mad because your car doesn't have a CD player. Um, okay, look. That, since we last <laughs> talked, my dad also retired. And what does he do in retirement? He texts me weird things at weird hours. And he makes me CDs. And I don't have a CD player in my car. So now I have a CD player in my bathroom. And I listen to the CDs in the shower. But he well, makes like lovely. eight CDs at a time. And then it's hard to keep up. Because <laughs> it was easier when they when I could listen to them in my car. And see, I guess we're in that no man's land of weirdness. Where sometimes we're like the boomers. And sometimes we're not. Because I mm-hmm. just got very upset. Because they changed the color of the record button. On this uh, interface that we're using to record remotely. And it made me sad. But... I did go electric with my car and I have Apple one, which allows me to have Apple music. So I don't do CDs anymore. I just go find the song and listen to it. That's because you're in the the Apple cult and I will never join it. (laughs) And if you've been listening to all maybe 18 or 19 episodes we've done together, you know that Sarah does not shy away from shaming me for the things that I do. And that's our friendship. Only when you (laughs) join the cults. I did. Well, it's a cult. It's a cult. I love it. Um, everything that I have works perfectly in sync with one another. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm at. But you, uh, yeah. Who had to go buy an adapter today to make his sound system work? Twas I. I went to, but I bought it and now here we are. So everything works in sync except when you, only when you buy fine. the extra steps. Everything. Well, it's the future, baby. You got to have, you got to have the USB-C. That's where we're going. Um, but yeah. We are here today for episode 100. I really can't believe we're... I mean, I don't know. I guess I hoped that we would get to episode 100. Um, I will say that I was sort of in talks with someone else to be on episode 100. Um, oh, really? He, well, he died. So, there oh, we fuck. are. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> it's not funny. It was just... That was the that was not the, the angle I thought the story was going in. <laughs> I was, uh, I, you know, it was somebody, celebrity, that I was in talks to have on as, as a celebration for episode 100. And then a he celebrity? Died. Yeah. We'll talk about it after the show. Um, but okay. yeah. Uh, and so my plan for episode 100 fell through, fell through, fell through. And so. I so thought, I'm the backup need- plan. I'm the back. I'm what I'm hearing is I was the backup. No, no, you were you were probably going to be involved <laughs> in episode 100. Um, it's just the person who died is not here. So I'll keep saying it so I can feel better about you were my first choice. You're my first living choice to be on this podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, how, what has your experience been being on the show? 
in the in the last several years because you like I said you've been you've got equipment now you record I I equipment I have a microphone to use yeah. instead of my headphones that's that's my contribution like $25 microphone with stickers it. all over it um um I mean it's interesting it's definitely it's weird but it's also like our it's like our phone calls that just they just happen where other people can listen in because our phone conversations are like pretty much this this is pretty much what it's like and my brother-in-law he uh he owns a farm he is a an elected official in alabama he's very old school he's like i tried to listen to your show it just sounded like a phone conversation and i hated it (laughs) so i was like well all right and it's fine um, but he, but then he came on the show, uh, in 2021. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Chad. Um, yeah, the whole point of this show has always been the conversation because that's where it all begins for everybody. That's where, that's how you and I met in our, uh, creative writing class. It all began with a conversation and mm-hmm. you and I have very, I like the way we have conversations because there are friends you have that you just kind of talk and you and I, we do, we just, we, we check in, we talk, we get silly, but you and I are two people that just sort of by, you know, we, by nature, we have very nuanced conversations and they're pretty well moderated when even on the, just on the phone call, when we're hanging out, we, we moderate mm-hmm. our conversations pretty well, stay on topic and, and discuss ideas and, and thoughts about certain things. You'll, you'll see something in the news about a celebrity and you'll be like, Hey, what do you think of this? And then we'll go into the whole thing about it or we'll talk about anything so you were a natural fit um but i have allowed you to do something that i usually don't allow people to do because i overproduce my show i always have to know what's going to happen uh even though i surprised you a couple years ago on your birthday with lots of three uh, years sarah this is your live oh yeah it was 2020 oh my gosh Oh, but yeah, I gave you a little bit of a Sarah, this is your life for your 30th birthday. Oh God. Um, but now you are bringing a topic to me. I don't know what it's about. I'm going, I'm swinging, swinging, you know, with my eyes closed here. I have no idea what today's topic is going to be about. Uh, but that, but I think if I've, if I've learned anything, I can roll with the punches in 100 episodes. So here we are. So what are we going to talk about today? My friend. This is something that I saw on a TV show, so I'm going to first read you the show synopsis. It is available on Paramount Network, and it Ah. is fantastic. So the show is called Evil, and the synopsis direct from I I know nothing of it. Okay, the the plot summary direct from IMDb, so it's official, is a skeptical clinical psychologist joins a priest in training and a blue collar contractor as they investigate supposed abnormal events, including demonic possession, and other extraordinary occurrences to see if there's a scientific explanation or if it's truly something supernatural at work. So there's your baseline of the show. Fun fact, the the contractor is Muslim. That is important. So on the show, and this is not a spoiler, this will not ruin anything for anybody, there is an episode where neurologists have developed technology where you can wear a device attached to your head and it lets you see visions of God. Well, I mean, if it was real, would you do it? If it was real, would I do it? Would I wear a device that would allow me to see visions of God? Yeah. Huh. I don't think so. I don't think I would. Why not? Well, because I am I am Christian. I do go to church. I am a very secular Christian. I'm very liberal in my politics. I uh, I go to a church. I go to the Episcopal Church, which is um, a church you have ties to. You're not as religious as me. You're not religious, are you? I wouldn't say. Are you religious? You don't. Oh, you don't actually know. You don't know because we don't what? talk about it. First, we just don't talk the about question, it. and then we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that I I do believe in a God. I believe in a higher power, um, and uh, I just believe that that's dangerous. If 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 you go with the entirety of what you um the entirety of what we've learned as Christians, you'll see God when you reach the other side. I think I would be I think I'd be scared to do it. Mm. I think that's that's the crux of it. I would be scared to see God or scared to know because a lot of it is the uncertainty. The uncertainty is mm-hmm. the hope. 
you know, because if you know for sure, there's no hope. You don't have hope. You have not. You have knowledge. And hope is what we mm-hmm. navigate our lives with, you know. What about mm-hmm. you? Would you do it? I don't know. Um, I did grow up in the Episcopal Church. I am still, I consider myself still um, religious. I don't necessarily like the connotations applied to saying you're Christian because I feel like, I don't know, That's a, that may be a topic for another day or I can get into it. Um, <laughs> or we can get into it later, I, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, but I, so I don't know because again, having seen the whole episode in the show there, it's multifaceted. The idea is multifaceted. Do you want to see, because I guess the flip side would be is if you did it and then found out there is no God because you can't like, or that's the other answer. If you do it and you have a faith system and then you find out it's not real, then what do you do with that information? Because if you know that there is no God and there is no afterlife and there is no repercut, there's no hope of getting into heaven after that. Right. You got one life and, you know, it, it takes the consequences of what you do here in this life. Uh, in a sense, it makes them less dire. And in a sense, they make it makes it more dire because if yeah. you believe in an afterlife and you murder someone, you believe they're in heaven. And so there's that, well, they're in a better place. But if you murder someone and there's nothing after there, you've just cut their one and only life right there. No repercussions. You've just ended everything for them. Yeah. So it's, it's multi, it's kind of a weird idea because it's like, would you, would you not? And the flip side of that question is if you could see and speak to deceased relatives, would you do it? If it wasn't God, but it was your deceased relatives. (sighs) Now that one is hard because I just, <laughs> right. I, you know, God, 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 I mean, we, we learn in the Bible, don't play with God. You don't play with God. Like right. you don't play with God. And also we've seen people like Moses couldn't look into the burning bush. It was, you know, they're looking upon the face mm-hmm. of God is, is very dangerous um, right. in that way. It's like mm, you, you're playing God by looking at God. You're playing God a little bit, you know, um, but the dead relatives one. Mm. Mm-hmm. That that one's tough because, as everyone who listens to the show regularly knows, I lost my dad in 2020. You were the last episode that I did. We did we recorded an episode that now was in a five part series on grief the night before he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been very on you know I've been very transparent on this show about mm-hmm. uh, my own grief journey, my own therapy journey. Um, and my relationship with my father, which was complex. I won't say complicated. Mm -hmm. I won't say bad. It, we had a good relationship, but it was complex. And ever since his death, it has only gotten better because you can pray to them. You can say things without repercussions. And I've gotten to the point where I understand some of the things that he, some of the choices he made in a more understanding, more compassionate way than I could have when he was alive and had to fight me on it. Um, so my relationship with dad has been very, very Mm -hmm. evolving. And over the last three years after he died, would I want to speak to him again? Would I want to, would I want to have that opportunity right now in real time to speak to him or a grandfather? Cause you know, your grandpa, your grandmother passed away about, I guess, seven Mm -hmm. years ago now. Or eight or six, six or seven. Um, always have to. It was twenty seventeen. It was twenty seventeen. Yeah. So it was. I have almost... to compare it to where I was in my jobs. <laughs> yeah, right. I, rem- I remember where I was when you told me she died, and I know that I was in. A, a, I was already moved out of my apartment in New York, so um, that's how I know it was twenty seventeen because I was. Mm-hmm. It was like November of twenty seventeen or something. Yeah, it was right before Thanksgiving. Uh yeah. So it was twenty seventeen. So. Six years. It's been almost, well, it's five and a half. Um, but yeah, you've, you've been on a journey of that and you've seen uh, your grandfather become a widower and, and you know, live a lot. And he's lived a, a mm-hmm. pretty full life after your grandmother died. Um, so things like that, you know, it's like, hey, I want to talk to her about this. Or, hey, I want to talk to him about that. Like, I started dating someone new and dad knew Ethan. And yeah, my new my new guy. He's he never met him. He listened to the podcast that Dad did, and I talk about him a lot. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. code name Robert, 
thinks that, I mean, feels that he kind of knows my dad because I've really, really given him the opportunity to get to know him. But, you know, I, you know, there's things that you'd want to talk about. So I don't know. I, I, well, and then of course, uh, you know, the dirty details of all of my family drama with, uh, an uncle who lost his ever loving mind. Would I want to go back and talk to his dad? I'd <laughs> be like, hey, what you think of your son? Yeah, yeah. he's not who you raised him to be, buddy. <laughs> so, right. you know, there's there's those things. I'm like, mm, I want to. But is that dangerous, too? Right. I don't know. I don't know. God, this is a hard one. Right. Um, I honestly think that I would be too scared to talk to God because you know, it's like <clears throat> to me, I mean, I, I, I can't think of just right off the top of my head. I'm thinking of analogies, um, playing with explosives, you know, if it blows up right. on you, you're dead. That I would, I would have, the, I would have the willpower not to see God and talk to God. I don't think I would right. have the willpower to not talk to a, a loved one. I think I would do it. I mean, I don't, I, th- I think, do I think it's a bad idea? Probably probably a bad idea because that's not the way life works but would i do it probably what about you what, well, are, I mean, what are your answers well, i mean the thing is is it's such a hypothetical because most people don't have that opportunity i mean you can get into like people who are like mediums and psychics mm-hmm. and all that that's a little different but like to have a definitive face-to-face conversation with someone you never thought you'd have again um personally like when linda died when i was 24 oh, yeah and linda you were very, very close I had, to your Aunt Linda. Yeah. And I mean, I've had a, I have one distinct dream I know of where I had a conversation with her. Because mm-hmm. um, her husband passed away four months, almost to the day later. Um, so, of course, there's a lot of frustration and turmoil in that. Um, because his, she had cancer. So, we we knew yeah. when it was. And she had been battling was coming. for he, years. She had cancer for 24 years. She was diagnosed mm-hmm. Right before I was born, had a double mastectomy, radiation, all that in 1990, came back in 2007. Mm. So, um, and then my uncle dropped dead of a heart attack mm-hmm. a month after getting his, um, what the fuck is the thing called? It's not, it's not an EK. He had the, the pacemaker thing mm-hmm. and they took it off yeah. and then he ended up oh, dying. They took off the pacemaker um, and he wound up dying. Mm-hmm. Wow. That yeah. So. So yeah. But, um, what would you so do? I. I I have. I mean, again, I've had. I firmly believe that I've had a dream where we, she and I, had a conversation mm-hmm. and put it. You know, kind of leveled everything out. Um, and I'm at pe- like totally at peace with that with my grandmother because she was, really both of my grandmothers. My my father's mother had dementia. Um didn't know who I was when she passed mm-hmm. away. I mean, I remember the first time she asked me what my name was. Oh, wow. Like, so to me have that, will, you know, but my other grandmother who passed away most recently, um, in 2017, that one was a little bit harder because it was a mm-hmm. slower process of yeah. seeing her change. And I was older and we were much closer. Um, so if I could, here's the stipulation if I could see her as the way she was before she got sick, that'd be one thing. If I, which I firmly believe if you pass, like when you die, you get to revert back to who you were at your core, not who you are when you pass away. Like I, I agree too, think. because that's what we always say and think about in Christianity, at least is the, the pains and the sufferings of this life will fight, will fade away for us to go into the afterlife. So if they're over there, then they're just living their life, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't, you know, your grandmother is a vital woman and my father is, well, I mean, who knows what they are over there? Who knows what form they've taken? Because even the genders of this life are mechanisms by which to navigate this life. And so mm-hmm. we may not even need all that stuff over there. True. So it's just a core of who we are. I don't know. Wow. Way to way to bring in some real deep topics here on episode one hundred. This I like this though. I'm I'm hoping, uh, yeah, I'm just hoping that I'm hoping I can make sense of this because I'm like, hmm, what would I do? <laughs> well, and again, I mean, it's all again. I don't equate 
do I believe in like people who are clairvoyant or have more intuitiveness to other levels of the universe than others? Yes. Do I think Teresa mm. Caputo, who I'm pretty sure is coming to Huntsville, is one of them? No. You um, don't. You don't think she it. has that gift. I don't believe anyone who has that gift would monetize it. At all. So like Tyler Henry, the Hollywood no. medium, you think they're all. Tyler Henry can go fuck himself. He cannot. You cannot tell me. He's like, I'm dev- I don't know who you are. Are you an actress? Bull fucking shit. He's a scam artist and people who pay him are suckers. And I would say it to his stupid plastic face. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. By the way, Tyler Henry's coming on the show next week. I'm kidding. Oh, is that your celebrity <laughs> that died? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So no, I'm um... <laughs> I don't think John Edwards, I'm sorry. I think because to I me, never liked it, John Edwards. Well, to me, in my mind, I equate something like that with being a religious figure. It you're pre I mean, the core of being a priest, a monk, a nun, a rabbi mm. is not to monetize your gift and your communication with higher beings. And if you com- if you monetize that, like fucking Joel Olstein, he is equivalent to Tyler Henry. In my head, they can go eat shit. Like I don't believe it, and I don't think anyone who truly does it monetizes it. And I'm sorry, I've read and heard that if you go to their readings, you have to fill out like a 20 page document beforehand and do oh, an really? interview. So then when she said, is someone here connected to someone with the letter L and then goes through 50 names, it's because she's reading. It's a it's a parlor trick and her hair's fucking stupid. <laughs> what about her nails? Just you, gotta, you gotta talk about the nails too. Her nails are very long. It's hard for me to talk about her nails because other people who oh, I don't despise great. have nails like that. And you do like, too. You, um, have, you have you do nails. You do your nails. So. Yeah. Well, my nails are horrible right now. But anyway. But you don't do um, that weird, yeah. heavy on top, light on bottom haircut. My hair is two toned right now. I just mean like it's it's really bulbous, and then it just kind of oh oh you meant co- not color, you meant text like the volume. Yeah, yes, it's very it's no, very bulbous on top, and it just hangs on by our ears. Anyway, I'm not. I don't need to join you in the drag of Teresa Caputo. I mean. Let her live her life, I guess. I mean, if she, I mean, if she's gonna make money, I mean, she's money. making money doing it. Because originally, when I first saw her show, I did think it was possible, but then when I kind of delved into it, and that she's, I mean, it's a way to make money, and I don't think you should monetize something like that. So I don't think it's sincere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of do want to go to her show and fill out that form and make up complete bullshit <laughs> just to see what she'll find. Yeah, just um, to like, write things that make absolutely no fucking sense that are nowhere well, near true for my life. That is one time my grandfather, uh, they tell the story. My grandfather went to this tent revival where they said they were healing the sick. Oh, God. And my grandfather um, went up. He, he lost his leg in the steel mills. He's only got one leg. So he went up and he's like, can you get me my leg back? And he's like, that's not how it works. He's like, mm, it either works or it don't, buddy. <laughs> so <laughs> give me my well, leg or don't. <laughs> well, and in that same vein... um. Again, that, I mean, it's just, I don't think it's real. Like, I think I've, I mean, there are, there's a YouTube channel. And I don't know the name of it because I've only stumbled upon it where literally it's like 30 part video, like 30 minute videos of psychic medium fails. And oh, it's wow. just showing how these, like, I mean, this, like they do testing. They're like, I mean, cause they're, I think it's, there's a university that actually, will give you like a hundred million dollars if you can prove your skill and no one can prove it oh wow because again i think that people who would have any kind of ability i don't think they would monetize it because one imagine if you proved it was true what would happen you would either become a a pariah Mm -hmm. or people would call you jesus and there's no middle ground i mean true that is true that if you have that ability you have some kind of godlike ability um but what about hauntings and spirits and stuff you believe our house was our house was haunted true we did do a seance and we i mean we the thing is people i tell people all the time we did the seance we saw people in the house we even found we heard people we found records at the city city hall of the people we heard in the in the city mm-hmm. hall and i'm just like well i mean she said her name was nicole or she said her name was nikki and we yeah, found nikki. records of a lady named nicole living in the house after we did the the seance i'm like well how do you how do you explain that um right. 
So, I mean, that that has happened to us. So you believe that there, that, do, I mean, I, I won't speak for you, but do you believe that um, the other side, the other realm comes to us, we don't come to them, in a sense? Um, Mostly. I mean, I would just generalize. Yeah, I mean, to generalize and, like, I think so, and I think... I mean, I think it's also a level of being, you have to be open. I don't think anyone who is going to, I think if you're like, oh, I don't believe in that. I don't think it's possible. No one's going to show themselves to you. Yeah. You're not a safe space for them. Right. And also you're not, I mean, yeah, that's the easiest way to put it. But like my mom has always said when Linda died, she's like, if anyone is going to break through and prove to us that there's something out there that you can come back. It would be my aunt because she would be, it would be a, I mean, you just had to know her. She was so bullheaded. It was unbelievable. Well, and that's what I was Uh, asking. That's what I'm wondering. Would she, or would she be stubborn and be like, I said there was nothing over here. And now there is something over here. I'm not going back. I ain't letting them know I was wrong. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's either. I think it's again because I think she talks but we had a conversation in my dreams and yeah. I think that was her way of saying I'm good. I don't have anything to prove. I don't have it. You right. know, everything's you know, I'm not in pain anymore. We're at peace. We're good. Everything's fine. So why why yeah. do it? I mean, mm. her mother's with her. Her grandparents are, you know. Yeah. She's are got, at that point. She's got her husband's snakes. with her. Yeah. And, he, all he her, did. and all her dogs are with her so and and her horse so i would say horse at this point yeah um yeah so you believe that that was uh linda making a type of connection with you in that yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. because i had one dream one time about my grandmother it was the grandmother that i never met she died before i was born but i had a dream about her once and she and all the only thing was happened in that dream was she gave me a hug and then she put both of her hands on my shoulders and sort of extended herself to kind of take a look at me and then she just mm-hmm. giggled and she just had this boisterous laugh and i asked my mom about it because yeah that's that, that seems about right she probably came to you in a dream how old were you i was um i can't remember at this point i was i know i was like at least 16 or 17 uh i might have even been older than that but it was yeah. a long time ago but not when i was a kid it was like when i was an adult well because there are a lot of instances of and this is what I see the most. You never hear people talking about, pa- like, adults talking about past lives or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. always children. Yeah. And it's always weird stuff. And so, to me, I think it's also, it's always kids. And I think probably that is because children usually, not only are they more impressionable, but they're more open, but they're also open-minded. I think we I logic mean, ourselves out of supernatural. We logic right. ourselves out of the magic of the universe as we get it to a right. adult. And I think there's people, a lot of people want to believe in the magic of the universe, but on the day-to-day living our lives, it's just like, it, it doesn't register at this point. Right. I think to me, kids, because they are so, I mean, again, impressionable sounds like it's a manipulation thing, but it's not. Right. Like they just are more open-minded and more willing to think, oh, okay. A magical man comes down the chimney and leaves me presents on a certain mm-hmm. day of the year. Okay. This thing comes and takes my teeth away and gives me money. Okay. Like. Yeah. Well, and two, they don't question anything. What they see is what it is. Like mm-hmm. if we, if we hear something in the, in the dark room of our house and we know that there's nobody in there, we're like, oh, it's probably just the wind or something. Like we literally mm-hmm. lot, we give it some kind of real world explanation. Kids are right. like, mm, I heard, I heard footsteps. There's somebody in there. Right. Period. That's all there is to it. Um, kids just, they go with what they know. They, what they see is what they know. Um, and I think we all, and I, I try to be that way with, with that kind of stuff. I, what I see is what I know, you know, um, because right. I love, to go to haunted places. I love to go to places that have that energy. I still cannot believe to this day that you and I have never done a ghost tour together. No, you never come visit me. (laughs) Are there ghost tours in Huntsville? Yeah, they do a, well, they do a, um, a city, uh, stroll where they take you to the haunted places in Huntsville. Yeah. Um, we also Maple Hill cemetery, does a cemetery stroll every year where they have actors and actresses dress up as the famous or infamous people buried in our cemetery and 
some of the there's one that um one of the crypts there's supposedly a woman sitting that sits in a rocking chair they because they put a rocking chair in there with her we have yeah so i mean there's they do some stuff obviously they also um i think decatur may now have something as well but but huntsville's is obviously only in october right in the fall because spooky time yeah well, next time you come to LA, we should do a haunt, a, a ghost tour. Or in Savannah, they had what was called a zombie tour, and that mm. was. And the reason they call it that is just like varying degrees. Like the ghost tour was take you to where the places that are said mm. to be haunted. The zombie tour takes you to the places that you might actually experience See something some supernatural. Um, I and I wish I'd done Mom. that. I wish I'd done it. Me and Ethan went to Savannah one year for a vacation or whatever. And we did the ghost tour, not the zombie tour. I wish we'd have done the zombie tour, but Ethan doesn't like I, horror. And he's like, nope, nope, don't play with that stuff. And I'm like, I do. But yeah, uh, yeah. so if well, we go back, we'll go do the zombie tour. We did the, in New Orleans, I've done the walking ghost tour, the walking vampire tour. And then we did, mom and I did a night carriage ghost tour this most recent trip. Ooh, that sounds fun. So um, horse drawn carriage takes you around. So yeah, so would you? So I, I guess we didn't really land on what would you do? Would you talk to your family members if you had the opportunity to, or would you just say, you know what, if they're gonna come, they're gonna come? I think I probably would. My father's my de- my grandfather on my father's side. There's what I'm trying to say. Passed away when I was really young. He, I was only seven. Um, but I think some of my personality traits comes from him. Mm-hmm. And since I don't have very many memories of him, I think I'd like to have another, co- I'd like to have conversation with him. Um, mm-hmm. cause I mean, again, when you're seven, one, you don't understand a lot when, yeah. you know, someone passes away and also you, it's harder to retain those memories cause you were so yeah. young. Yeah, I don't have any memories really. I've, I mean, they're very vague of my cousin who died when I was six, and my great grandmother who died when I was five. Um, but and you know, you don't even you don't, you know what? Maybe I would. You know, I just it, this just came to me. Like I met my grandma, my grandmother, uh, or my grandmother, mm-hmm. my grandfather. I had one on each side. Um, I'm I knew my dad. What if I had the opportunity to talk to like my great 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 grandmother? Yeah. I'm like, cause I, I mean, we just don't think about that. Like, yeah, my mom didn't know her, and so I didn't know her, and it's like, and we're her, we're her descendants, or we're yeah. his descendants. I'm like, I want to talk to them, and I want to be like, hey, let's kick it, buddy. Let's, Gramps, Papa, whatever we call them, <laughs> you know, what do you, what do you call them? Because yeah. you don't ever, you never knew them. So well, like, maybe that would be something to do. Yeah, and like my grandfather's parents were immigrants on my mother's side. Um. I my grandma my great grandmother passed away when my mom was six. I don't know how old how, when her grandfather on that side passed away, mm-hmm. um, but she still talked about that grandmother a lot. And you know the little the little Italian grannies. I think you know. To, yeah. I only see you know. I mean, it would be interesting because at the same time, it's like it's not really that possible yeah. <laughs> to, right. you know but not yeah to, so. to have the you know but to be able to say would i like to have a conversation if i could to understand my family history yeah i would and you know there's um you've done the work you've done a little bit of the work your family has because you know that your family is italian so you visited your uh the place where your family came from in italy right mm-hmm. you did that before yeah. and see i I've never done anything like that. I would like to, um, I'd like to get some genealogy um, intervention, I guess, to find out where I came from. And I, and I think that really mm-hmm. is, that seems, when thinking about this topic, that is the crux of it all, right? Where did we come from and where are we going? Right. That's, that's the big, the biggies. Where, where do we come from and where are we going? Um, and, you know, I, a lot of people where we're from, uh, in the south we just we just we think we're here this is where we are and this is where we'll be um so yeah I'd li- i think i would talk I, I would definitely talk to people i've never met my great my grand my ancestors that i've never met i would love to talk right. to them like go back into i mean because we have ancestors that go all the way back to the beginning of time 
Like, isn't mm-hmm. that, that's wild, you know? That is the wild. Or Noah, depending on what you believe. Right, or Noah. You know, <laughs> Noah is our, I mean, isn't that weird, though, to think about that? That's kind of crazy, but I, I just, I mean, I, it's not that I don't believe it, but it's wild. But, you know, just like mm-hmm. generations. Who was my, gra- like, I am your great 15-time great-grandson, and how's the plague treating you? So, <laughs> just you know. well, it depends on where you come from. Is the other part where did your I people guess come so. from? So, I mean, I assume that I came from Europe. I'm, I assume that that is like all that I have because I know I have Scotch Irish in me. Um, that's about it. So, I but you know I'm sure there's German based on Coleman. My town is German, uh, and Bremen is also German. That's two German names. Coleman was a German name. Bremen was a German city. Or mm-hmm. Bremen is how they say it in Germany. We we say it Bremen. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, what were you about to say? Well, it's it's going back to town names, and this is a side story that we can discuss later about where the town name of Arab came from. <laughs> uh, where did that come from? Do you know? So yes, I do because I watched an entire video on al.com about it. So townships were developed. In this, I think it was specifically in the state of Alabama, you had to have a post office. That is how you determined if you had a town. Once enough people live there, you get a post office. Yeah. Well, typically you name the you name the towns and the post office after important people in the town. Yeah. They did named after a guy last name Arad with a D, and they fucking misspelled it, and it became Arab. Arab. But it was with. It was supposed to be Arad. That was his name. People but they mis- me. Like- they misspelled it and it put a B instead of a D and it became Arab. And oh my God, that's how they got the name. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. Uh, it could but, be worse. But, it could yeah. be worse. But I've had people out here in California. They're like, oh, from Alabama. Have you ever been to Arab? And I was like, what? What? What is that? And I'm like, oh, Arab. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I had, I had a great. About I, had a, I had a cousin who lived in Arab. Her name was Lawassel. <laughs> that was her name, and we just called her Wassel. Lawassel. Her name was Lawassel, and I loved when Wassel would come into town. I don't know why she just had this very smoky voice, and she looked like my grandmother, and um. She'd always bring toys or something. She'd always have, I, I, you know what I remember? She always had Mr. Potato Head. Well, that's I, a very important memory for I a liked, child. I liked playing with Mr. Potato Head at Wassel's house. Um, rest in peace, LaWassel. I love you. It's um, okay. I, my, um, it, oh, my mother's, my mother's mother and my dad's parents are both from Alabama. So they got the good old country names. Um, there's Elihu, Elihu. one of the brother. Elihu was one of my dad's uncles. Um, is that a derivative of Elijah? I have no idea. I like it though. Elihu. I like Elihu. that. Um, my grandmother on my dad's side had, this was, her mother's name was Hetty, Hetty B. Uh-huh. Hetty B. And there was a, one of the sister's names was Lyra, but they called her Bootsy. Don't know why. <laughs> um, Janie B was one of the youngest, and she had the. I believe Janie B was the one that always had the. Never admitted she was gray, so she had like the shoe polish, black dyed hair. Yeah. Um. But then my grandmother on my mom's side had Winnell was the oldest. Um. So, which is always one of my favorite Southern names to just think about. So I like all the mm-hmm. Southern names in our family. <laughs> That's one of the things I really appreciate about being in the South is we have better names than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a grand, a great grandmother. Her name was Fanny Bell, and my grandmother's name is Minnie Bell. And that's a good Southern name. Yeah. <laughs> and my grandmother had a um, a sister named Martha Fanny, and that was their names. They they because my grandmother was Minnie Bell. Her name's not Minnie. It's Minnie Bell. Yeah, and um, her, and Martha Fanny, they they gave her a nickname. They called her Marfanny, 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 Mar- <sighs> uh, and they had a brother named Columbus, and then she had a sister named Charlotte, which is you know that's a nice name, but they called her Chot. That makes sense. <laughs> I forgot my grandmother and, and a brother named Daniel, and they called him Daniel. 
handled that makes sense. One yeah. of my mother's mother's um sisters also was Mary Ruth, but her we called her Mare Ruth. Mare Ruth, yeah. You drop the Y, Mare Ruth, make it yeah. one word. Marfanny, Martha Fanny, Marfanny. Yep, you got it. You got it. Well, and that's my you don't grandfather. Don't have time to say all those syllables. Well, um, talk about not having time. My grandfather's name was W F. Two letters, and it was it, it did not. <laughs> that's it, on his birth certificate. They didn't stand was, for anything. They didn't stand for anything. Like my grandmother got the inspiration for W F from Washington Forrester, but his name was not Washington Forrester. It was W F, and that everybody called sense. him W. They didn't even finish the letter. They called him Dubby. Uh, and my gr- my mother to this day calls me Lil Dub. <laughs> hey, Lil Dub. Because I, I, apparently I'm just like him. And, you it's know, a compliment then. It is a, it's mostly a compliment. <laughs> um, and the parts that's not a compliment, I'm trying to change. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so where did we land? Where did we land with this existential uh, question? Would you talk? You would not talk to God. I don't think I would. Yeah. I I don't think having I don't think that would do anything except lead to more questions. And I think the one thing that when I think sit on it, would having that ability become an addiction? Yeah. That it, it would. Would it, it become a dependence would. become a dependency of wanting to skip all the mental or physical labor it takes in life to just jump to the to jump to ask the direct question instead yeah. of working to be better. And I think that's my takeaway is I would rather do the not work. I would yeah. rather you know do the work than have the dependency of a cheat code to go about getting a mm-hmm. direct answer. And as far as talking to loved ones, you would or would not and who? think i would i think there would also be a risk there of becoming a dependency of having that ability because again what if you knew you could only do it once then i probably would yeah like you just get to do it once because i mean that's mm-hmm. that's like a surprise like you know you don't get to do it so if you waste it it's not a thing you know what i mean like if it's like right. oh, hey i just played checkers with my great 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 grandmother that's all could have done more but hey it's more than i got um right. oh yeah but who would you talk to I would say probably my knee jerk reaction is probably my grandmother that passed away when I was 27 only because we were so close. Yeah. So to be the ability to have another conversation would be great, but also my dad's parents because I didn't get as much time with them. Yeah. And for me, um, Definitely no on God, because you're right. That's that would become an addiction. That would, and it's just no good can come from prophecy. No good can come from knowing what. Too to much come. pressure to come back and relate what he said. Right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and could you imagine? We're Southern. Everybody's gonna want to know every detail. Um, but as far as talking to loved ones, I would, and I would. I think I've landed on either my grandmother that I didn't meet who died before I was born. And that might be where I would go. I would just, I'd have to, you know, mm-hmm. I'd have to, if I had the opportunity, but also I really like the idea of going back into like a hundred years ago. Who, who was my grandmother, grandfather, probably grandmother um, mm-hmm. living at that point. And would they want to know? They're like, Oh my God, this is my great, 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 great grandson. That's wild. You know, I w- right. I'd love to do that, but probably wind up doing my grandmother because I was raised with stories of her, but didn't, right. didn't get to meet her. So probably that. So yeah. Wow. What a, what, so what brought this, what made you want to have this conversation? What, what took that in? Well, what, what was it that interested you about this? Well, the whole, again, going back to the, this is not sponsored by Paramount Plus is TV show evil. Uh-huh. Um, but watching that, because I like that show in and of itself because it has so many of these philosophical questions. I mean, there's a lot of camp to it. It's a, it, I think, bills itself as like a crime drama on some level. Yeah. But it's not. But having, um, just having the, you know, that those philosophical ideas and conversations and kind of exploring them again using the power of magic of television and the possibilities. Um, it was yeah. just really interesting because I was like, I won like again, if you were proposed those ideas, what would you do? 
yeah i have no expectation of being proposed that idea and honestly do we even want i know we always have those questions of well, life Tony, but do we even want that because in honor of our 100th episode i'm kidding there's nothing <laughs> but also <laughs> do we want scientists i mean they scientists are forever curious mm-hmm. do we want them exploring that possibility yeah do we want to even have that? I mean, good Lord, I think I saw something the other day about them trying to bring back fucking dinosaurs. It's like, do we want that? There's like six movies that tell us that's not a good idea. Right. <laughs> but no. even the other things, do we want those? I Do we want to know? Do we want yeah. to? Well, and I had, a, I had a teacher who, who, who was a physics teacher. He was like, yeah, I believe that time travel is possible. And I believe that. Planet of the Apes tells it. us not to do it. <laughs> well, and I'm just like. I definitely think that we would screw something up. Like we would really go back and screw mm-hmm. it up. Like somebody would go back and give more funding to Hitler or someone would go back and you know, they would they would just mm-hmm. they would change the trajectory of the lo- the world. They would we would screw it up. We would screw it up. We we got here right. how we got here. Like sure, it would be great to go back and try not to let the Twin Towers fall in a terrorist attack, but how would those 3,000 people being on planet Earth today affect all of us? The ripple effect. Right. Well, I mean, think about, like, if everyone's like, go back and tell Lincoln not to go to the theater. Mm. What would that lead to in the world? Or to There's a book about that. Uh, It's fiction. It's a fiction. Well, obviously, it's fiction. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you. I mean, what I mean is, it's not like a deep exploration about it. It's like it's a narrative story where he wound up getting impeached for his overreach of trying to put the country back together Mm. when it wasn't that wasn't within his purview. So, um, yeah, because the ripple effects of any of that would just be wild. Well, even if you change something tiny, like yeah anything it's like we don't know what that would lead to i mean because they even like again to get really philosophical they talked about people who ran late and and missed you know that worked in the twin towers and ended up living because they weren't at work on time Mm -hmm. because they had to stop to get band-aids because their feet were blistering in their new shoes i mean yeah little things can lead to giant outcomes so it's like i will do we need to try to go back and change history maybe i would go back in history rob a bank in the confederacy and immediately exchange that money for union money and just be rich <laughs> I, but i would give it away like i'd buy myself a house like i, I would be really responsible so I'd wait buy myself a house so here. you would i'd buy myself a new car that has a bigger range than 82 miles because i went electric this week and i would then set up some of my people and yeah get a, get, get so a, you would go a back- leg up steal confederate money then come back to the present day and exchange that for real no no you'd have to do it you'd definitely have to do it like back in the day because they so how long would you plan on living in the confederacy they would laugh me right out of the chase bank down the street with confederate money although our friends uh confederate money oh does she i'm pretty sure she has she liked collecting old stuff so i'm pretty sure she has confederate well money. my my friends greg and uh greg and katie they just went through a purge last night we had a memorial service for their dog that just died and then they were oh. like oh and by the way that pile of junk in the in the floor over there take it and i found a whole book of uh asian money and greg was like i'm pretty sure it's all dead money and i'm like i'm gonna give it a whirl and watch me and there was like thousands of dollars in that book and oh. I'm like, watch me get rich off you if i get rich I, and and greg i'll give greg some of it if you're listening greg i'll give you some of it yeah i have a bunch of money that's now dead money because my grandparents and linda and steve traveled so much when i was younger and they'd always bring me back foreign currency so i have money that no longer exists anymore and i ca- and they're categorized in plastic baggies i have <laughs> uh i think it's 150 uh, pounds with the queen's face on it. I need to go to London and really spend that before they kill that money and for Charles money. Uh, Just saying. Anyway, that being said, um, yeah, this is, this is wild. This has been a, uh, a, a fun conversation of, of fantasy about the, about the afterlife and about the Mm -hmm. ability to connect with the other side um, which to me, I just take it as we should, we should go and do some more ghost hunting and do some more, uh, yeah, medium work 
let's go to a psychic part two can be what i think what my religious views are yeah that's good <laughs> we will well, let's do that let's go i'll bring you back in a couple of weeks after i get back from vacation uh and we'll talk about some religious views or do you want to do 10 minutes on religious views uh, i don't think it'll i think it'll take longer than 10 minutes <laughs> gotcha um well thank you for the philosophical question uh and now you know what i gotta do start watching evil um yes you, you watch the show really, oh yeah i've watched all three seasons i love it mm-hmm. then i lost my roku remote and i don't know where it is so i haven't been able to watch anything <laughs> but netflix on my computer oh my gosh well there you go um uh yeah i'm gonna start watching it because i love stuff like that i love things that make you think um but yeah thank you for bringing this to me on episode 100 and Everybody listening, I just want to say thank you for listening for 100 episodes. Uh, here's to 100 more. Um, Put it in yeah. a change.org thing so we can, so Kyle can get a sponsor and start making money doing this. Give me some, give me some spawns. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you want to follow Sarah on social media, you can follow her at Sadie May 57 on Instagram. Or on Twitter at Sarah Cat Cooper. Now, she is someone who is doing a lot with Twitter. So get excited. How do you know? I read your Twitter. Twitter, uh, And you actually are thoughtful about your tweets. And I like that because. Liberty Jen didn't like it. She blocked me. (laughs) With a name like Liberty Jen, I'm not surprised. Uh, And if you want to follow me, you can follow me on any social media network at Kyle L. Henderson. If you are not subscribed to this show, subscribe. If you have not left a review, leave a review and rate it because that helps people find us. And we got people coming. People are joining the conversation. This is the 100th. Well, actually, it's like 103rd because I did some bonus episodes. But this is the 100th episode we've had. And it's only going to get better from here, guys. And Sarah Cooper will be back for more. I love you, Sarah. Love you. And see you guys Did you see my week. name today for recording? I did. Forgot. Is it Forgotten Friend? Is that what it said? Forgotten One. <laughs> forgotten One. Okay, so... There's a whole explanation there. I have not been a very, I've not been good at being a friend by, I went hermitish and closed the world out, but I'm back now and I'll, I only have seven more years of penance until Sarah will forgive me. And I love that. I love that she holds my feet to the fire. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I, it's it's red now. It says it's recording, so you can't yeah, bitch about recording. it anymore. I'm not going to bitch about it anymore. I just, I like what I like. I like the, it's universal. Record is red. Why did they change the color to blue? <laughs>